This podcast is a publication of the Engineering Management Institute, where we are committed to building professional development systems, including project management and people leadership programs that support the growth of engineers and their firms. Download our AE Industry Trends Report for insights on the great resignation, remote work productivity, and people-centric cultures. To get your copy, visit engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Hello and welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. In this episode, I'll be talking with Robert J. Corey, the co-founder and CEO of Agile Rainmakers, a high-impact business development consulting and advisory firm based in Chicago's Gold Coast. We'll be talking about how engineering students can maximize their engineering internship experiences. I'm your host, Jeff Perry, a leadership and career development expert. I'm the founder of More Than Engineering, morethaneng.com, and creator of the Engineering Career Accelerator Program, helping engineers and technology professionals with leadership and career guidance to create meaningful careers and lives. And this is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast brought to you by EMI, the first podcast dedicated to helping engineers and technical professionals with both their personal and professional development. Before we go on here, I would like to give a big thank you to this week's podcast sponsor, the Society of Fire Protection Engineers. Working to engineer a fire-safe world since 1950, SFPE is the world's leading professional society for fire protection and fire safety engineering. Comprised of more than 5,100 members and growing, SFPE publishes technical resources and hosts live and on-demand education programs to provide engineers with the knowledge to protect people, structures, and communities from fire. To help engineers prepare for each year's Principles and Practice of Engineering PE Fire Protection Exam, SFPE has developed an 18-week review course that focuses on the fundamentals of fire protection engineering while preparing candidates to think critically, adapt to the exam, and be successful professional engineers. Past participants of the SFPE PE Exam Review Course report a 90% pass rate on the exam, notably higher than the NCEES reported first-time pass rate at 74%. To learn more about SFPE or to sign up for the online review course starting this June, visit sfpe.org. That's sfpe.org. Now I'm excited to jump into the main segment of our episode. Today I have the pleasure to have with me Robert Corey. He's the author of How to Intern Successfully. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Can you tell our listeners about you, who you are, a little bit about your background, and what does life look like for you on a daily basis? I've uh, worked for three different companies that experienced tremendous growth in a very short period of time. Uh, one was a high-frequency trading firm, another recruiting company, and a third, a hedge fund. And I've taken that knowledge, experience, and lessons gained from those successes and created an advisory firm to support high-growth companies in managing their growth. Along the way, what I've done is I've co-hosted summer intern luncheons for the Princeton Club of Chicago, and it's an opportunity for current Princeton students from Chicago to come back during the winter break, attend a luncheon with alumni and parents who have internships for the summer. And so when I started Agile Rainmakers, I hired an intern. I was absolutely impressed by the poise, business acumen, diligence, coachability, the smarts, all of that. So I've started an internship program, and I've hired at least 20 interns over the last few years with five more to start this summer in a well-designed, I say, exceptional internship program. 
Excellent. So we're going to talk a lot about this concept of internships and how to make that successful. So if you're talking to someone who has an internship coming up or is wanting to have an internship in the future, what can a potential intern do if they're thinking about how do I want to make the most of this experience, right? How can I maximize the opportunity for learning, growth, and connection to network? What can an intern do to optimize their experience when they're going into an opportunity like that? There is so much that they can do. It's, it's extraordinary. So the first is to really get to know yourself. Really think about uh, what you want to learn and what you want to do and make sure that the internship that you say yes to is aligned in some way with your interests. That's key. When accepting a offer for an internship, ask if you can set up a brief 20 to 30 minute call every six weeks with your manager to learn more about the firm, the projects you'll be working on, what you can do to prepare better, and to develop your relationship with the manager. Tell them you want to do your best. You want to do the best you possibly can. I also suggest setting up an automated Google search that sends you a daily email with a synopsis of all the articles where your hosting company is mentioned. And you can expand that to the industry that you're in. Then spend 20 minutes a day reading them just to get familiar. I would also highly recommend clearing your schedule. You want to get in communication with your parents, relatives, close friends, extracurricular activities, volunteer organizations, sports teams you're involved in, and let everyone who needs to know, know that you're going to be giving it your all during the internship, and you simply won't be as available, then this is your highest priority. So say you're going to set yourself up to win by giving it your all. Lastly, while you're interning, a couple of really good tips. Make sure you're coachable. You want to listen and take feedback to heart. You don't want to go south with criticisms. You want to be grateful that you are learning life lessons now in your teens and 20s and not decades later after making the same mistakes a dozen times. Secondly, make sure you're playing the right game. And the right game isn't, it's all about you succeeding and getting an offer. The right game is about you adding value to the firm, making your manager look good, supporting other interns, and making it perhaps better for next year's intern. You want to think like that. There's a lot of things from prepping even before you get there, and then obviously making the most of the time as an intern. But the impact of an internship should expand beyond just the time that you're in the internship, right? You know, we hope that it has an impact beyond it. So if someone is preparing to and finishing up an internship, you know, kind of getting towards the end, whether it's a summer, it's a co-op, maybe it's during school or other times, what are some of those things that they can think of to finish strong, make the most, and kind of continue to leverage the connections and the learnings from the internship experience? Weeks before it ends, you want to get in communication on the status of the work that you're doing, those projects you're working on. And you want to have a frank conversation with your manager and align on what will get done and what likely won't get done. Then create a plan to complete the things that are on your list with a steady, thoughtful approach. No drama, no stress, no all-nighters. Just steady, intentional work having clearly communicated weeks in advance to set expectations for your manager and anyone else you're working with. I also highly recommend setting your deadlines a few days before the end in case there are some bugs or snags that you want to work through. 
I also recommend when it's over, a handwritten thank you note to your manager and anyone else that you touched during the internship and follow up with a call or an email to stay connected with them a few weeks later. You wanna keep that relationship going just to say hello. Aside from just a few weeks later, how might you recommend people continue to stay in contact with some of those people if those are relationships they wanna stay in contact with? What I've often find helpful is if you were to reach out and say, I read this article, this is a, a, you know, want to just chat with you about it, something that's interesting and relevant to the work that you did. Or you might want to call and say, hey, I'd love to just find out what's happened with the work that I did. You know, has it expanded? Is anyone using it? Stay connected in that way. Have it be about the work. Have it be about things you've learned. And you may also, when you reach out and you have that kind of relationship, you may also just share about your classroom activities or things you're doing. Managers love to hear what's happened to students that have interned with them later on. And it's just a beautiful thing to say, hey, I'm taking this internship somewhere else. I'm about to do this trip or thanks to the work I did, my interest has peaked. I'm taking these classes. Those are wonderful things to hear as a manager. Don't just come to them only to request something. Hey, I need a reference. Hey, I need something from you. Come to them with sharing what's been going on with you and what's of interest to you and the difference it's made. And important to be, as you said, like find those connections that are relevant to the people to keep that relationship feeling genuine instead of just feeling like you're just asking of favors over and over again from people that you're really trying to contribute to that relationship to be, I like to use the words transformational instead of transactional in our relationships there. When we're talking about having a successful internship there, we've talked about a number of things here, but maybe there are some things both from the individual who is the intern and also from the company or the sponsoring organization who's servicing and, and utilizing the great work that an intern can do. So what are some of the things to set them up for success? Are there are there routines or actions or programs? How do you suggest structuring this in a way to make this successful for everyone? First of all, the routines are a really good thing because the students are used to the academic routine. So if you can have there be a routine or a process to the internship, they're going to get grounded. They're going to progress even more. They're going to see themselves growing. They're going to notice how much more quickly they're getting things done, how much more efficiently they're getting things done. So it's a good idea to have a routine. I can share with you what we do in our internship. We start every morning, 9 a.m. We review the mission, the vision, the values of the company. And we ask, you know, what's resonating with you today? Then we talk about anything they want to share about from the day before, the night before, or the weekend, just so that they can be connected. And then we talk about what work we plan to get done today. And it starts off as a half-hour meeting. A few weeks into the internship, it's a 20-minute meeting. Towards the end of the internship, it's a 15-minute meeting. And this is done with you know five people. So we just start to have a flow to that. The other thing we do as a routine is we have an end-of-day meeting. And our end-of-day meeting is at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. 3 o'clock because... I remember when I was a teen or in my early 20s, I wasn't used to an eight-hour workday, and I'd crash at three in the afternoon. So at three, we have a, a meeting. Hey, what's gotten done so far in your day? Let's recap. And then let's talk about what it is you can do as a sprint in the last 90 minutes of the day. And then they go off. 
and get some really good work done in that last little bit. So rather than fading at three, they uh, perk up, get connected again, see what they've ground they've taken during the day, and then they get right back to work. And then the other part of the routine is that you got to get it done between nine and five. We don't work before 9 a.m. or after 5 p.m. So you've got to be really intentional around your work and stay focused. No texting and emailing and goofing off sort of stuff. We want to minimize that as much as possible. And how do you do that? You make sure that there's lots of work for the intern to work on. And you make sure that you have some simple rules that if, when they follow it, everything starts to flow really well. So those are just a couple of things, Jeff, that I've found that work really effectively. Yeah, so those routines and the structures can really help them provide the framework to know how they can be successful and what's expected of them and and have those touch points to make sure that they're on the right track along the way. That's excellent. Now, what about the feelings of interns? Just from personal experience, and I've talked to, to many others, obviously the experience of interns can be different across the board. Sometimes people feel really valued and feel like they're doing meaningful work. Others are like, hey, the manager was kind of non-existent or just kind of got left up on my own and whatever, or they just got treated like a pawn to just you know go make copies and go grab coffee for everyone or, or whatever that is, is kind of, they just felt like they weren't really respected there. So how do you make sure as an individual, you seek to maybe earn the respect of others in the work that you can do? And as a company, make sure that you're respecting and dignifying the interns and really respecting them for their time and and the skills that they have to bring to the table when they come to your company. The minute they say yes to interning, you know, they accept an offer, they've earned my respect. So there's nothing to earn. They show up and they're respected. And, And part of it is this, Jeff, dignity is really important. It is for every one of us, Dignity as important as money, career, education, spirituality. And you want to start from dignity. You want to end from dignity. It's that important both in the internship or the student, you know, I would say throughout the the workplace. Because dignity in an internship, it signals that the intern matters, that they are respected, that you're thrilled that they're there. And just that, it leads to better communication. It leads to enhanced performance and far better results, unexpectedly good results. I say you can do everything right hosting an intern. You can pay them well. You can have great projects. You can share connections. But if dignity is missing, they may very well not come back, much less stay in communication with you. How do you do that? Well, you have to think from their shoes. Think from their mindset. Don't push it on them work with them from where they are, meet them where they are, think from their place. What would I want if I were in college or in grad school today and work to deliver that? So you got to care. And some of the basic things are, if you have an appointment with them, keep it. I can't tell you how many times it gets postponed, canceled, pushed off, etc. Have that appointment like you would with anyone else in your organization. Nine o'clock, nine o'clock. That's what you're doing. So Make it really important to you, and then things will start to flow for the intern and yourself as the manager. And Robert, you seem to be really keyed in on this word dignity. I'm curious why you chose that word specifically. You could think about all sorts of other words, like I was talking about respect, but why is dignity the word that you chose here to really focus on in terms of how we honor those relationships? So you mentioned the word transformational earlier, and I've done a lot of that's transformational and 
there's a philosopher, Fernando Flores, who talks about the 13 recurring domains of human concern. One of those 13 domains is dignity. And when I look at internships, I see dignity is missing. It's missing when we don't get back to interns with a yes or a no. It's missing when they show up and we don't have a project for them to work on, or we give them work like go pick up my dry cleaning or do my expense report or organize this drawer. There's no dignity in giving somebody who's really interested in your industry work that has nothing to do with it. So that is missing in my mind. It's also uh, missing for the student themselves. There's no dignity in the student having a lot of anxiety, having fear of failure, not wanting to take a risk. So I'm out to bring dignity to the whole internship conversation from both the intern side or student side and the management side. And I tell you, it's got to elevate in terms of its importance for everyone involved if we're going to have successful, thriving companies and workers over time. So that's why I've honed in on the word dignity. It's excellent. And I think it's a conversation that needs to be had and, and a great focus in terms of how we really treat people in the work that we do. And and similarly, like earlier, we were talking about how the intern can make sure as they're coming towards the end of an internship, how they can be successful and kind of finishing strong and delivering the great work and staying in, in contact. What about from the employer standpoint? What can an employer do to be prepared as an internship is wrapping up to make sure that they capture the good work that an intern has done and other things that are important as, as those things are wrapping up? The first thing is you want to make it a priority to have the intern leave thinking to themselves, that was really worthwhile. So you, the intern, you want to think about how can we make sure that that intern leaves with that experience? Why? Because they're going to go and talk to their classmates, schoolmates, teammates, parents, siblings, you name it, about you and your company. And if they're saying great things, it's only going to help you. So when it comes to closure and completion, you want to pay really close attention to how your intern is wrapping things up and provide whatever they need so that they can leave experiencing a win having spent some time with you. If they experience that win, you're going to have a win later. And I'll tell you, I don't advertise for uh, the internships that I host. The students who have interned with me send referrals. They send other students that show up and they are always super excited at the opportunity, the chance to intern with me because they can see in their friends how their internship went, how it wrapped up, how we stay in communication, and they want that. And they may not know exactly what it is that we're doing. They may not know exactly how I relate to them, but they can tell from seeing their friend that's something that they want and would be really helpful to them in their careers. The other thing too, in terms of wrapping things up nicely from the company side, this is for everyone's sanity. Okay? You don't want to have the internship end and then weeks later, you're calling the intern, hey, where's that file? Or you know, could you make adjustment to that? Well, you don't want that. Like, who wants that? What you want is when it's over, it is over. And this experience is firmly in the win column. That is good for everyone. And it's important to make sure that everyone feels like that's a win, that the employer and the intern feel like this is a great experience. Let's do that again. Or And you make a great point here that how there's 
I'd call it street cred or the reputation of, of a company that shines through in the people who have experience in working there. And so interns can be a great piece if you're trying to continue to build your company and, and other things through internships or full-time employment, how people talk about that. And, and now in an age of digital company reviews and all sorts of things, like they have a great experience. They're going to share that. And it's important to make sure that's great. Now, big picture here, Robert, when we're talking about internships, like what do we think about in terms of outcomes, both from the intern and again, from the organization or company standpoint, what should they think about in terms of outcomes that, hey, if I have this intern in my company or if I get an internship at a company, this is what I can expect and take away after the experience. What should that look like? Have you learned some new skills? Have you learned how to use some new tools? Have you produced some valuable results that you're proud of? Those are very important. Have you made some connections that you'll stay in touch with over time? Is your manager grateful for the work that you did? Is there a, a budding professional relationship with that manager? That manager can have a lot to do and say about your career. They may call you and say, hey, we've got an opening. And it may not happen next summer. It may happen in three years when you're off somewhere else. Say, hey, I've got something that came up. I thought of you. So you want to have that budding relationship be firmly cemented as something for the future. So think about it long term. But immediately, it's get some great work done, learn some things about the industry, learn how to use some new tools or technology, and have a relationship that works. We've talked about a lot of different things. Is there any final piece of advice or insight that you might give to listeners in regards to internships, whether that's for the intern or the companies who are thinking about doing this, that might be helpful that we haven't been able to talk about yet? There are a few, uh, Jeff. Let me touch on some. First off, it's really important if you're an intern to be optimistic. When you're an intern, one of the questions in the back of everyone's mind is not just can they do the work, but do we like you? And folks tend to like folks who are optimistic. Be optimistic. Light up the room when you walk in. That's really important. The second thing is do as much work as you can to put yourself in your manager's shoes. If you were the manager and you saw this work product, what would you think? Is this something you think that they would value or, or find interesting or worthwhile? Just put yourself in their shoes or you're about to do something or maybe considering leaving work early without telling anyone. What would your manager think? Put yourself in their shoes. That'll really help you make better decisions. I would also highly recommend journaling and self-reflecting, particularly at a young age. Notice what you tell yourself and notice how things go over time. It's incredibly helpful to, for the self-discovery and the opportunity for growth and development. And around that too, I recommend if you're an intern, I know fear of failure is a big deal. You want to learn to take any failures in stride. Make sure, you know, whatever happens, it's water off a duck's back. You keep moving forward. If they wanted perfection, they would have hired somebody who's been doing that work for five years. They wouldn't have hired an intern. One more thing I'll mention. It's really important just in business in general, wherever you are, be kind. Things do come around. You want to be kind. You want people to look at you and think, you know, that's a good person that whether I'm working with them or not, they are kind. And I would welcome the opportunity to, to do business with them again. 
On the flip side, on the business side or the manager side, and when I say you know manager, it could be for a business, it could be for a nonprofit, foundation, whatever it is, manager, what you want to do to have an internship go well, plan way ahead of time for the intern. Be really ready for them. Have meaningful projects. The students today, they are multitaskers. Give them multi-projects. Don't give them one thing to work on. They're used to 20 apps and six conversations going at the same time, all open. You want to make sure that they have a lot to do, a lot of different things to do, and you want to make sure you are ready for them, access to data, login, whoever they need to talk to, whatever it is, set them up to win. And then when you schedule time with them, schedule it, stay on it, don't postpone it unless you absolutely have to, meet with them regularly. But you know, as the manager, ultimately what it's going to take It's committing to the intern winning. If you think from there, if you think about how they win, how you bring dignity to it, then it'll be an extraordinary internship. How's that, Jeff? A lot of fabulous pieces of advice from both sides and things that that people can take forward and to make the most of these opportunities, both as an individual and as a, a company organization. So I really appreciate this conversation, Robert. At this point, we're going to transition into our Take Action Today segment of the show. When we come back, we'll get one final piece of actionable advice from Robert. We'll be right back. Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. Robert, we've talked about a lot of things that both interns and companies can do to create great internship experiences. As we end off here, what's the final piece of advice you would say, particularly to interns who, if they have an internship set up, they're going into the summer, what would you say to them to make sure to have a great experience as they prepare? You're an intern and your internship is starting soon. Get in touch with the organization or your manager and find out what else you can do to prepare so that you can get the most out of it and contribute the most to them. That will go a long way. I think, actually, as you mentioned that, if you're a manager, why don't you reach out to your intern by email or phone and just say, hey, I'd love to connect with you and uh, make sure that you're really ready for our internship. So, you know, you can reach out to as the manager. But if you're the intern, you do the reaching out and uh, find out what it is that you can do to have an extraordinary internship. Robert, this has been a great a conversation and, and you've provided a lot of insights. And I know a lot of the things that we talked about today are also in, in your book that you've recently written. Can you tell us more about where people can find you and find the book and other things you want to share here as we end up our, this episode? You can go to agilerainmakers.com slash books and the book, How to Intern Successfully, Insights and Actions to Optimize Your Experience is there for students. So you can click on that and it'll take you to the Amazon site to make a purchase. And then if you're a manager, I highly recommend getting that book for incoming interns. And for the managers, I have just finished the the second book in the series, and it's called Intern Management, Principles for Designing an Exceptional Internship. And I'd be on the lookout for that and get that book so that you know what to do with those interns while they're with you. And we'll make sure to put those links into the show notes and everything as well so people can grab them. So Robert, want to thank you again for a great conversation. And I hope that all of our listeners, whether they are interns or prospective interns or future interns or might be looking to hire interns, 
will get some value out of this and make sure that they can create meaningful and transformational experiences like we've talked about. So thanks so much and wishing you nothing but continued success. Thank you so much, Jeff. I really enjoyed this. I really hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions. You can go to www.engineeringmanagementinstitute.org where you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in the episode as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books that we mentioned. And don't forget to check out any upcoming live webinars also at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Additionally, for any engineers who are struggling and need help taking the next career step, I've created some free training resources with an opportunity to join a more intensive program called the Engineering Career Accelerator. You can find more information at engineeringcareeraccelerator.com. Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering endeavors. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to download the latest version of our AE Industry Trends Report to get answers to the questions that you want to ask your staff, but you may be afraid to do so. How long will the great resignation last? How long should you allow employees to work remotely? And how are successful firms using data to grow sustainably for the long term? You can learn the answers to these questions and more by downloading the report at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org.